Welcome to TikToking. I'm your host, Kevin Hughes. Today, my guest, my first guest in my new studio. I'm so freaking excited. I have Marcus, aka Fort Collins Dad, on TikTok. Wow. Man, it was so much fun. You know, I, I love doing remote podcasts, but there's something about the in person thing. It was just so much fun. And wow, what a great time. You guys are going to love this. We talk about entrepreneurship. We talk about his struggle with needing a new kidney. And if any of you guys can help, that would be phenomenal. But if not, I hope you guys enjoy the episode and listen to what he has to say and everything he can do and the services he could provide you, yes, you, at any moment, at any time, just reach out to him. So without further ado, here is Marcus right here on TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes, Enjoy. Tick tocking, tick tocking, where creators come to play. Tick tocking, a tick tocking, find out what they have to say. Tick tocking, a tick tocking, fascinating interview. Tick tocking, a tick tocking, tick tocking with Kevin Hughes. Fort Collins dad on TikTok, as you probably know him. How you doing, man? I'm well, man. Getting ready for the storm tomorrow. Oh, I know. Thank you so much. This is my first guest I've had in the studio. I'm so excited. For <laughs> I it. love your studio, man. This is Thanks. beautiful. I appreciate You've it. You've done a great job. Thank you so much. And my watch is talking to me now. <laughs> so <laughs> so I'm, I'm really curious, man. Like, So, okay, here's... I, I find my guests usually on like their live feeds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh I recently got this studio and I decided, you know what? I wonder if there's a way I can look up people local to me. Mm-hmm. That way I can have them here in person. And I stumbled across your content and I was going through, I saw you had a big following and I was just like, oh, okay, what's this guy all about? And you had a pretty incredible story. And I was just kind of wondering if you could uh, maybe take a minute and or as long as you want, I should say, sure. and and share what your story is and what your TikTok's all about. I mean, are you talking about the the thirst traps that I do, or just, <laughs> just everything, man? I mean, share sure. share what you want, you know. Sure. Uh, so I got in TikTok uh, twenty twenty, like most people um, that are in their forties, and uh, it was really a way for me to go through my divorce and kind of have an outlet. Mm. And kind of show people and be there for other men that are going through the same thing I was going through, um, because it is incredibly traumatic. And Absolutely, there isn't a lot of support for men, right? And so I wanted to be out there doing that. And then as I did it, I was like, "Well, this is getting really, really negative," because well, divorce is a negative process, right? Yeah. It's just it's just not a fun thing. Um, and so I decided to turn myself into positive, and that's when I started doing positive, uplifting posts, duetting people. Uh, stitching people, promoting other people's small businesses, things like that that could help them lift up. Um, and I really enjoy doing it. I really, I've helped a lot of people off that platform kind of get their minds right. It's a couple people who live here in Fort Collins, some people around the country, some people in Ireland, uh, one in South Africa, which was super cool. Yeah. The accent is amazing down there. I love it. Uh, and really helping them get where they want to be. And that that's kind of what I enjoy doing. And so... Unfortunately, a year and a half ago-ish, I was diagnosed with kidney failure. And so now I'm looking for a kidney transplant. And so my channel's changed a little bit in that, you know, I throw in as much as I can 
about, hey, you want to donate a kidney? That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Link in the bio, right? Stuff like that. But I still like to maintain that, you know, how do you set a goal, right? How do you achieve that goal? And how do you back into what you're going to do? Or how do you deal with depression and anxiety? How do you manage through trauma? Things like that I enjoy talking about. So that's my channel. Yeah. And to be honest, man, I mean, I went through a divorce in uh, 2013. Mm. And, and I get it, man. It was it was rough. Dude. I mean, I had three children with her. And, you know, I think that was probably the worst part of it for me. How old are they? Now they are uh, 15, 13, and 11, or I'm sorry, 12. Mm -hmm. She'll be 13 this year, which is crazy. Jeez. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, so I got remarried uh, about five years ago. And my wife now, she came with three also. <laughs> and then we had one together. So we've got a, a definite Brady Bunch going. And, <laughs> Basketball team. Yeah. but And I've noticed, you know, it's crazy because not only the trauma from the divorce on both sides for the mm -hmm. kids, you know, but when you start a new relationship and all of a sudden they have like this new stepmom or stepdad and trying to fit that in the mix has been mm -hmm. incredibly hard. And I don't mm -hmm. know if you're re remarried. No, you know, not remarried. No, I'm single as a Pringle. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's just one of those things where I just, it was really hard for me to, I guess, comprehend what was going on and then try to satisfy my kids and also my new wife and, and her kids. And it was just, yeah. so I get where you were going with all of that. So the positivity definitely helps. And, and unfortunately TikTok wasn't around when all this right. went on for me. So I didn't really have anybody or any channel to focus on to get through that, but I figured it out and it is going a lot better, but channels like yours definitely helps now, you know, even oh, like thanks. when I have rough times, you know, and just going on and watching and, and it's, uh, it's just incredible what you do. And I'm really excited to have you on really. Thanks man. I agree. I appreciate this. Like yeah. being, being in Fort Collins again, <laughs> I mean, it is my name. Sure. I love it up here. And yeah. so to come back and do this and meet you and your beautiful space and, and what you've built over the last couple of years is it's impressive. It really is. Yeah, and has they have they uh, when they diagnosed you? I guess is there a uh, reason behind it? Like, is there like I know sometimes it's just a natural thing. Sometimes it's a you know genetic thing. Mm -hmm. uh, is there a story behind? What? Yeah, so it's twofold. Okay. Uh, so fold one, when I was born, I had what's called post urethral valves, which means you're you don't pee, and so your urine backs up in your bladder into your ureter into your kidney. And then it messes up your kidney. Mm. Obviously, waste on your organs is not a good idea. Um, so thankfully, um, I was able to get the, what they call the Roto-Rooter, which they go in and root it out, and then you're good to go. Um, had that done when I was a child. like was I seven days, eight days old? Um, and so I had the total combined function of, of one and a third kidneys. Um, and then lifestyle is from what I was told. Um, I was living in San Francisco. I was boxing. I was lifting weights, drinking creatine like it was my job. And the only water I ever had was the ice in my cocktails. And so, and there were a lot of cocktails <laughs> yeah. that way. Um, and so when I got back to Phoenix from San Francisco, uh, my blood pressure was so high that I had ringing in my ears. It sounded like an ocean. Mm. And I didn't know what to do. So I went to the doctor and my blood pressure was, was it 260 over a hundred and something, which is 
astronomically. It's supposed to be 120 over 60. Um, so I had a kidney transplant 11 years ago, um, and then that failed, which they do, right, mm-hmm. just over time. And so now here we are looking for number two. Wow. So with your channel now, with your YouTube, or I'm sorry, you have a YouTube, but with your TikTok as well, did you start gaining the followers you have now since your journey with uh, trying to find a kidney? Or did you gain this following prior to that um, with with the, you know, the positivity and, and prior for sure? It was prior. Yeah, I've been stagnant for a little bit. I took about six months because I was just in a really bad place. Sure. Right? It's just, you know, when you go into that dark place, you got to focus on yourself. You got to work with your counselor. You got to figure out how you're going to get out of it and then get out of it. And one of the things that I, I've heard and I love this saying is that if you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, that's okay. Look down and find your feet, find your next step, and just take the step, right? And I had to do that for about six or seven months before I was comfortable being positive again because I was in a really negative space, just pissed off at the world, and I didn't want to spread that nonsense. Like, I I don't like that. And so for me, it was like, okay, just take a step back. And when I did that, you know, obviously with TikTok's algorithm, they're like, well, you're not posting anymore, so... We're not going to give you any more followers. I'm right. Like, okay. That's, you know, I'm not here to be a million follower account. That's not my goal. I'm not trying to be an influencer at 41 years old. I think I'm a little <laughs> past that hump. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just more of like, if I can help people, I will. But if I can't, I want to maintain, just step back and get off camera. Don't be a part of the negativity. There's plenty of it. Just watch the news. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. I mean, so I'm 38. So I kind of, I, I'm in that same boat. And and so like at first, you know, 2020 when COVID hit and I got into TikTok, I I wanted to do it for fun. So my a little background uh, with me is I grew up wanting to act. So oh, nice. I wanted to be an actor. I took acting acting classes and it was just kind of my thing that I, I really wanted to get into. And then uh, as I got older, I mean, acting isn't really a big thing here in Colorado, no. you know? So I did what I could and I figured, well, I need a college education. So why not go to college for something in the entertainment industry? And then, you know, if I get into there that way, I can then focus on the acting while I'm there. Sure. So went and uh, got my degree, computer animation and special effects degree at the Colorado Art Institute. And uh, then it was literally like a week after I graduated, I packed up my car, moved to LA, got a gig doing editing. And, um, I, I started getting to the acting thing, but it was, it wasn't as easy as I thought, I guess, you know, like it never is. Right. I was going to say, who thinks getting into acting <laughs> well, is easy? Well, I guess time management is what I mean. Oh, okay. So, okay. So yeah. like, I feel like I was doing a lot, but like with my job, it was really hard to find time to, you know, focus on my job and do well at my job and then try to find an agent, try to get to auditions. And mm-hmm. it was just, it was really tough, you know? So, um, I, I kind of discovered this podcasting later and, and it all kind of fumbles into the whole TikTok thing because I got into TikTok, I posted a video. It, it went crazy. It went like 15 million views wow. or something. Yeah. And then, uh, and then that's where my followers came from. And then, as I continued on, I was like, you know, people were asking me like, how did you start creating or what, what influenced you to, to get onto TikTok?" And I'm, I, I sat back and I thought about it and I was like, people want to know about all these 
social media personalities, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's what kind of spiked this podcast. And, uh, and like yourself, I kind of didn't really have time to post as much on TikTok anymore. And I, I go through the same thing now. So like, I don't get as many followers <laughs> as I used to, you know? And, and so I feel you, but I, I definitely agree that this is more of a priority to me now than sure. TikTok. Cause you, I don't have to be, you know, a 15 million follower podcast or a TikTok, TikTok account. account. Yeah. And it's just, as long as I could get the people that are to want to tell their story on here, like that's pretty important to me. You know the, what I mean? Dude, there's websites dedicated. I found one that was like famous TikTokers.com that I'm on. Oh. I Googled my name and I was like, I just want to see, you know, if my marketing agency is doing their job, wow. <laughs> making sure that nothing is bad coming out about me. And I went to it and it's, they were pretty pretty legit. They thought I was from Fort Collins. I'm not. I'm from Tempe, Arizona. But they they had like this is what he does. This is everything. I'm like okay. I guess I'm famous TikToker at 41, <laughs> which is pathetic in my opinion. Like I don't really, I didn't get into TikTok to be famous because I don't care to be famous. Yeah. Like I like to be the guy behind the thing. It's about helping others, and I've done that for my career for the last 15 years is how do I help others help others, right? Use my skill set to help them. And so the companies that I've built are all around that in the addiction space. And so that's that's been what I was focused on. And so now with TikTok, it's like, okay, I want to maintain what I'm doing, right? But at the same time, I don't want to put energy into things that just fall flat, right? right? I don't like stagnation. So to me, it's like, let's look at what can we do to grow and if that's the kidney stuff and being a, a kidney transplant and kidney failure advocate, great, right? My recovery delivered uh, TikTok is we're trying to build it. It's a business account, which is incredibly difficult to build. Oh, yeah. Because they want you to spend the money. Oh, absolutely. And it, and it works. I've, I've spent $20 and got like, you know, 100,000 views on one of my business uh, profiles. But it's like, that's it. And it just dies out, right? So my goal is to kind of build these things out to say, okay, Fort Collins dad helps people in struggles and depression, anxiety. How do you live life? How do you get where you want to be? Right? Because I've been poor. I've lived in a car. I've been $4 to figure out how the hell I'm going to eat for the week. Right? And yeah. Velveeta and fucking macaroni, man. I <laughs> just make a big old pot is breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. Um, and then now opposite of that, right? Which is great. But how did I get there? And that's the kind of stuff I'm trying to tell people, like, look, you can do this. If your finances are completely screwed up and you don't know what the hell's going on and you don't know how you're going to pay your rent and eat this week, there's ways to do this. And here's how I did it. And here's the the tools that I created and was taught on how to get to where you want to be. And if you want to learn how to do that, my channel would be for you. That's fantastic. So, I mean, that right there. I think would help so many people, myself included. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've done well. I'm definitely at a point in my life. I, I honestly didn't think, you know, having adult money, quote unquote, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> and I, I'm just like, whoa, I get to spend some money on myself and, yeah. and still have money to put food. But like, I think there's, there's always room for improvement, right? Sure. Because yeah, I'm at a good point, but I want to be at a better point. You know, right. I want to be at a point where I could be like, okay, I did all of this and now I'm putting so much into my savings that I'm going to be able to retire a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be able to do something I love more like this full time. And, you know, so 
do you hi, do you ha, are you for hire basically like to help people with these yeah. services or is it just well so I did that uh, in 2021 and 2020 mm-hmm. I did coaching okay and it was difficult off of TikTok because most of my followers don't have money and the, the this coaching I've done before is, is five grand right and so it's not cheap and I wanted to figure out a way to help the masses versus the few. The rich don't have a hard time finding people to help them. You're, you're, you're called upon a lot. You're emailed right. a lot. Everyone knows somebody who can you know, do something. So for what I'm doing now is a course. It's a goal-setting and goal-achieving course that the first 100 people that signed up for my TikTok got it for free when it launches, which is about a month and a half out. Um, everyone else is going to pay 50 bucks. That's it. Oh, wow. And it'll walk you through literally what I do with clients that have paid me five, ten, twenty thousand dollars to help them go from here to here. What's the most important part, like for you, right? So you said you're happy with where you are, right? You're, you got a little coin in your pocket, put food on the table for the kids and the wife. That's awesome. Yeah. But where do you want to be? Like, if I asked you, your ultimate goal is what? Well, if I'm being completely honest, uh, I want to have, I want to be debt free. I want to have a paid off home. Okay. Uh, I want to be able to be at a point where I could just pick up and travel somewhere with my wife and kids sure. and uh, just enjoy life. I mean, it's unfortunately, at, even at 38, I've seen so many family members and so many friends pass away. It really makes you realize that life is too short mm-hmm. and I want to make the most of it. So, you know, I, I don't I don't think money fixes all problems. No. But it definitely helps achieve some of the goals along the way, and it helps make things a little bit easier. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of where I'm at. So really, just if I had a home to, that was paid off and 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 really no bills other than the essentials, uh, mm-hmm. that that's kind of my goal right now. Okay. Yeah. And so, when do you want to hit that goal? Um, you know, I mean, if I could have it my way right now, you know, but I'm sure. But I, I want to. Well, just to be clear, you can have it your way. Okay. You absolutely can, right? So everyone is in charge of what they're going to do in their life, right? Now, I personally have my religious beliefs. Sure. But even if the people who don't, it's like you still control this shit. Yeah. This isn't, yes, we're on a spinning ball in the middle of the universe going a 1,000 miles an hour, and we have no idea what the fuck is going on half the time. However, you do control what you want. So my goal was to retire at 40. I did not hit my goal of retiring 100%. I'm semi-retired. I work six hours a week. Wow. That's it. So my time is spent, obviously, in a dialysis chair right now. But once all that stuff is done, then it's taking my daughter on trips. You know, you want to learn about Rome? Let's go to Rome. Let's learn about Rome. You want to see what the catacombs are? Let's go to Paris. Let's check it out. Yeah. Right? Like, do that and spend that quality time with my daughter so that she has that connection with me. Because let's be honest, with my kidney stuff, I'm not going to be here when I'm 90. Right, she's not going to have a dad when I'm 85, 90 years old. So I have to cram as much as I can into the time that I have. In order to do that, my goal was okay, retire or semi-retire. So retirement now is so different because you can have passive ways of making income that don't require your time. Right, like my buddy that I told you is in LA. Yeah, he doesn't doesn't do anything for that business. He just it just sits there and he gets a check every month and he likes his check and that's it. I do the same thing. Yeah, that's. So it's like with your goal to get back to that, it's about setting up what that looks like, right? The first part of a goal set is why. 
So why do you want to be debt-free and travel with your family? Honestly, I think it just comes down to not having to focus so much on work. I mean... Which leaves you time for what? My family. Okay. And that's clearly important. Absolutely. What, what in it, like if you had that perfect day, let's say six months from now, right? And you could go anywhere in the world and do anything, why would you do it? Well, I think, uh, I guess I'll start off by saying where I would go. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think if it was in the next six months, I would want to take my whole family to Disney World. And I know- Florida in the summer? You sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> or Disneyland. There I'll settle go. for Disneyland. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason, I, I mean, of course, I'd want to go to Hawaii or I'd want to go- you know, to Germany, which I've been, I think my family would love it there. And, but the reason I say Disney is because my kids are just getting older and they haven't experienced that. And I just really want to see their faces as younger children. And I have some teenagers now, so Mm -hmm. it won't be as exciting for them, but the younger ones, especially just seeing like this magical place happen in front of their eyes, like that to me, would be amazing. And then from there, I would go to somewhere more extraordinary and, and really just show them that there's more to the world than just, you know, Colorado here. And, you know, I, I had a chance to take them to California. So we actually did like a, a, a family Vegas trip, which oh, nice. a lot of people are like, why would you take oh, your dude, family? My family did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. It, there's so much to do as a family. Like, <laughs> there is. People are like, oh, why would you do that? Well, that's because you've only done the nightlife where you're drinking, partying, and gambling, right? <laughs> All of us normal people that wake up during the the morning right. and, and are, are awake during the day, you know, there's a lot to do for kids. And, and we got to uh, do that. And I surprised them, rented a car, and took one day and just drove out to L.A. and showed them the ocean for the first time. And awesome. I mean, and, and they enjoyed it so much. And it was just one of those things where, you know, I want to have more of that, you know, and the memory creation. Absolutely. Not the stuff, but the memories. Absolutely. Okay, so now take your vision of Disney World, which was the first thing you said. Yeah. So let's focus on that. And then the, sec- the second thing you said was after that, then take them and show them there's more to the world than Colorado. Yeah. Right? Um, think bigger. Could you do Tokyo's Disneyland? Yeah. <laughs> Paris has one. That that is true. I never, I guess I never even thought about Disney outside of the yeah. U.S. You know what I mean? See there, that, then that is goal setting. Okay. Because a Disney trip, I took my daughter to Disneyland uh, last year with my mother, and we stayed at Disney, no expense, and it was about six grand. That's not hard to come up with. Sure. Right. You can go to Disneyland pretty quickly, I'm sure. Yeah. Right. But to go to France and do it, and do it the right way. I mean, you got to take. First of all, you got to buy ba- uh, airplane tickets for a basketball team, which <laughs> is going to be expensive, right? Right. But then you're over there, and you have the hotels, and you've got, you know, you got to go see all the stuff in Paris if you're going to Paris Disneyland to do all that kind of stuff. It's going to be more expensive. It's going to require more planning. It's going to require more capital. It's going to be a more amazing experience because you get to show them everything you told me you want to do in two steps in one. And you get to go and say, well, shit, since we're here, let's take this jet train over to Germany and you can see where I was in Germany, right? And experience what I experienced and meet these amazing German people. And you can meet the amazing French people and you can understand Europe travel is way different than American travel. 
How do how they do it over there is so different than how we do it here. And you can show them all that. That's a goal. Because then you're actually showing them and creating these memories of they've never been to Germany, never been to Disneyland, never been to France, never seen the catacombs, never seen the Louvre, never done all this stuff. And now you can do that. Yeah. So I guess for people that are in a position where they just financially cannot do that, you know, mm -hmm. like they're barely getting by. What kind of advice do you give them to start making their dreams come true? The first thing I always say is bullshit. You tell me you don't make enough money, bullshit. In 2023 specifically, there are so many ways to make money. It's kind of ridiculous. To be broke is unacceptable. I, when I talked to people, and this was in 2020, 2021, I said, well, what do you enjoy doing? So you have your job right? But what do you like doing? And the couple where they like to, to print wooden signs. Okay. So go do that. Get on Etsy, get on the websites, get on Fiverr, get on, put it all out there. Promote yourself every day on social media, on all platforms. And it's going to take you about three months. And eventually things are going to start rolling in. Ask for help. Find a way to do it. There's always something you can do, right? Always. So when I was broke as shit living in a car, which was a Mitsubishi little Lancer mm. that had seven different colors on it because it was jacked up. Windows didn't roll up or down, had no AC, which in Phoenix is a great time in July. Let me tell you, oh, it's God. 116 degrees. And you have no air conditioning. That's <laughs> just like a blow dryer in the face when you're driving on the road. It was awful. And I was like, okay, what am I good at? I'm good at marketing. So what can I do? So I got a job at a marketing company. And I learned what they did. And I said, okay, I can do that. So I worked at an SEO company. I worked at eBay Display. I worked at a content marketing company. And I learned how to do all three of these things. And then I said, okay, I'm going to start my own agency. And I just did it. There was no, I don't know if I'm going to fail. Yeah, you're probably going to. Tough shit. Yeah. Get back up. Failure is the greatest teacher of all time. Doesn't mean you failed and you're going to like go live in a ditch. It just means that one thing didn't work. So figure out why it didn't work and fix it. Right. And you grow. And that's the kind of coaching that people need is that, okay, you have your podcast. Do you have a real job beyond this? Oh, yeah. I have, I have three jobs. See, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you got three jobs that hustling like crazy. Wouldn't it be great to have a passive way of making money? Absolutely. Right. Like we talked about earlier, people using your studio. There you go. Yeah. Doesn't require much of your time. If you can make an extra 150 an hour. For people like me, if I want to start a podcast, I don't want to buy all this stuff. I don't know anything about this. Right. Right? You do. Well, that's great value to me. So, yeah, I'd spend 150 bucks to sit in here for an hour and talk to one of my friends or another creator here in, in Fort Collins to learn about it. And you don't have to be here. If you want to do the post-production and you charge for it, then you certainly can. And now you're making money while you're not doing anything. Yeah. Well, what about people who want to do that side hustle, mm -hmm. you know, that want to make that extra money, but... They don't know how to promote themselves. They don't know how to advertise. They don't know how, like, what would you tell them for that? Because, I mean, I think now we're kind of at a point with social media. It's just blown up to the point. It's really hard to get started right now. Mm -hmm. Like, it's kind of already established. You know what I mean? Social, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So even people, like, if you get onto TikTok and you share kind of what you do, but to find the right algorithm or to find the right, I guess, path to really get the attention of people, what would you suggest for them to do? 
Well, so social media is one aspect, right? And it's a great one. The organic social media is it's outstanding. It's created the most millionaires of anything else ever in history. Yeah. Um, which is incredible. I built a $20 million business without it. We don't have, technically we have a Facebook. Yeah. Like we post once a day through later, I'll have like a post I'll set up for a month and it'll post reviews and little quips and, and things like that. But I don't really get a lot of business from that, mm. right? Business was built through SEO, through paid search, word of mouth, picking up the phone like it's the 70s and calling people and saying, hey, here's what I do. Do you need help with that? Now, if you don't know how to do it, let's just say marketing, for example. You don't yeah. know how to promote yourself. Uh, the, the new website, it's brand new. Uh, it's uh, Google.com. And <laughs> if you go there and you type in how do I market myself, there is a slew of free information. You just have to be willing to put the time in. You have to be willing to learn. I didn't go to college. I tried for a semester. I said, this is bullshit. You want $20,000 for Arizona State University, which go devils, but come on. It's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, for me to read a book, I can just go buy the books. I don't need you. Right. So I just went and bought the books, read the fucking books, and figured out how the hell to do it. It's not that hard. <laughs> right. Right. It's not, it doesn't have to be a big thing. And so when people look at this large piece, let's just say it's starting an agency, someone mm -hmm. who's listening who says, I like marketing. I think I could be good at it. I certainly have sales mentality and skill. Great. Uh, what do I do? Well, that's a really big goal. So just like a 40-ounce porterhouse, you're not going to take the whole thing and shove it in your mouth and try and eat it. You're going to cut it in small pieces. So that's what you do. You say, okay, first I need to learn SEO because if you can figure out SEO and how to rank in search engines, you will make a lot of money, I promise, because it is the greatest investment on internet marketing ever. Go learn that. Now learn Facebook advertising. Learn Instagram and learn TikTok, right? Now learn podcasting. There's platforms now that you can go buy podcasting ads on for like, like this. It's instant. Right now, learn CTV and OTT, which is the um, advertisements while you're streaming. Right, so I have Xfinity here in Colorado. I can stream on my phone. Mm -hmm. I get different commercials than you get on the TV at home. Right, because it's a different platform. Right, learn how to do that. Right, learn how to do all this stuff, and there's free shit everywhere. Google literally has Google University, which if you go in there, they teach you everything from coding. To marketing, how to use all their services, how to promote your services. You can be a Google partner, which helps. There's so much you can do. You just have to spend the time. The problem I see is that everyone wants to have the get rich quick thing, and that doesn't exist right. anymore. It did, briefly, right? And some guy can have some great idea, and they can get filthy rich without any work. But for the most of us, we actually have to work hard. And so that guy who's on TikTok... Here's a side hustle that no one's doing that can make you $20 million a month and you don't have to do anything. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. Doesn't exist. That man is trying to sell you a course 100% guaranteed every time, right? And it's just, it's understanding that you have to put the effort, have the education to learn how to do what you're going to do. And then once you do it, deliver. If you can deliver, you will, you will not want for anything. Believe me. It's, it's incredible if you put the time in. Yeah. But attention span, <laughs> sure. Difficult. 
So I guess for the listeners that don't know much about SEO or what it means, mm -hmm. can you kind of explain what SEO is and why it's beneficial to learn it? Sure. Uh, so you've got search engine optimization is the terminology. And what it is is how you optimize your website to rank when someone searches for a specific keyword. So if you search for you know, podcasting marketing, okay, you're going to get three to four things in the very top. Those are all advertisements, right? You pay per click. If someone clicks on it, you pay whatever they, they're charging, and you bid on it, and you can get it, which is a great way, if you're brand new, to get business. The ones underneath it, the organic listings, that's all SEO. That's not there randomly. There's, there's a, a very large business behind how you rank your website. And if you're good at it and you can get Google to recognize you and you can rank your site for different things, you learn how to do keyword research and all this stuff, these, these free websites will teach you. If you learn how to do it, you can find little pieces here and there. Recovery Delivered, for example, was started in 2019. We provide online Suboxone for opioid use disorder. So if you are using opioids or you're using Suboxone and you're sick of going to a clinic at 4 a.m., you can now do it on your phone with us. We built this company off SEO. Now, 2020 didn't hurt, right? That was <laughs> when everything shut down yeah. and you couldn't get your medication. And this is a medication, by the way, that if you don't take it, life is going to suck. And I mean real bad. So you need, to have, you need to have your medication. All the clinics shut down. So they came to us. And we lost, which is so funny. I, I love this story. As a company, we do very well. 2020, we lost $265,000 because we took everybody. If you didn't have money, if you had insurance, we'll try and bill them. But this is people who needed their medication to live, yeah, right, and not use and not relapse. And all of them had nowhere to go because the government shut everything down, which that's a different conversation for a different time. You can go to a liquor store, but you couldn't go to a Suboxone clinic, Jeez. which – are you going to die from not taking your Suboxone? No. Are you going to wish you were? Yes. Right? And so all these people came into us, and I just told my co-founder, I said, we're just going to take everybody. Fuck it. We need to help people. That's what we're here for. And if we can build the following of a helping people, then we'll be okay. The world will give it back to us. The universe will answer us. And so we lost all this money, but everyone found us from Reddit and SEO. And SEO built that business from nothing to losing $270,000 into what we do now, which is roughly $20 million. And do you think SEO, to learn SEO, it's a better resource to go through that Google or something like YouTube? I like YouTube, but you have to find the right people, right? Because how many you know, pros are there at podcasting? Right. And you get there and you're like, boy, you are just a chinky garbage organization like this is nothing you don't know what you're doing you're trying to sell this before you figured it out there's those but you go to like search engine land moz moz.com um those two are great resources and then google themselves that's how you learn it and then once you get it going i always recommend starting a couple websites learn how to actually do it for yourself because when you can show a client they're trying to pitch that i rank for these keywords means I know what I'm doing. So when I owned my agency and I did addiction marketing, so I worked with only treatment centers around the country. We did that for nine and a half years. When I started that company, I said, okay, SEO is everything. Because if I want to sell it, I got to show that I can actually do it. Because if you want to be my financial advisor and you drive a shitty Buick and live in a studio apartment and have no money, 
I don't believe you're good with money. Right. Right. Uh, so you build the SEO up, and then when you're having these sales conversations, you can tell them, you know, well, look, if you Google for us, it was drug rehab SEO or addiction marketing or whatever, Google that. Who's first? You are. Exactly. Now, do you want to go with the guy who knows what he's doing and actually does it for himself? Or do you want to go with the guy who's in the second or third page of Google that no one sees, but really has a really good pitch deck? Hmm. What do you want to do? All of them. All of them would say, oh, that's a really good point. I'm, I'll go with you guys. Right. That was my close. Right. And so when you learn it, you do it for yourself. Start a website. SEO the website. Do something simple. It doesn't have to be a huge e-commerce website. It could be something simple. Get it ranking for keywords. And then you have something to actually show that you're not full of shit. Yeah. So are you mainly based, your company, are, do you do a lot of online stuff or are you just, because you're based here in Colorado, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, Longmont. Yeah. Okay. So is your business strictly based for locals or do you your website really like, can you do things remotely or, or I guess, how do you offer everything for people outside of the state of Colorado for recovery delivered or for my coaching, just coaching or anything. Coaching is if you're here, great. I'd love that. Uh, but I've done coaching. Like I said, in South Africa, Germany, uh, had one person, in Italy, Sicily, Ireland, two people in Ireland. Um, it has been really cool, but we can figure out a way to do it. Yeah. If someone really wants the help, they can now, if they want to do the course, that's my recommendation for most people because the course takes you through everything I do with you one-on-one -on -one at a cost that, I mean, if I told you that in six months you can go to France for Disneyland with the whole family and fly business class to do it so you can actually take a nap on the way there without feeling like you're cramped like a sardine, would you spend 50 bucks? Oh, 100%. See, there you go. Yeah. Right? So for a lot of people, it's that value. Where do I get the value from what you're doing? Right. And so for me, I look at them and say, well, what's your goal? A lot of people have different goals, but there's four quadrants of goal setting. Right. So you have to have your financial, which is your focus. Right. Spiritual, which doesn't have to be religion, but just how do you interact with self and universe? Mm -hmm. Right. Emotional. That's emotional IQ yourself. Right. What's important to you there? Right. Like the, the relationships in your life. Right. For me, it was going and, and dating my daughter, which sounds weird to say out loud. But we had dates where I'd take her out. I'd get dressed up to the nines, and we'd go out to dinner, and I'd open the door and get a car service and do the whole thing and teach her. This is how a man reacts. This is how a man takes a woman on a date, Yeah, right? That was important for me to learn that. And then finally, physical, the physical aspect, right? A lot of people want to lose weight, but they never do because they do it for two weeks, and then it gets hard. Well, you need a coach to help you with that. You need someone to sit there and say, hey, you're on the right track. You're not seeing the scale numbers yet, but how do you feel? Do you feel accomplished? Do you feel healthier? Is it easier to breathe? Are you sleeping better? Are you happier? Great. Fuck the numbers and the scale. Yeah. Who gives a shit? I know some extremely fit women who are 160 pounds. And if you tell like an Andrew Tate they're 160 pounds, he's going to call them fat. Oh, yeah. Right. No, no, <laughs> no, no. These wounds would break him in half. Like they're just incredibly fit and healthy, right? And so it's like you take all four of those and you create a plan and you say, okay, here's what you're going to do because all four work together. If you're physically healthy, you feel better mentally. If you're better mentally, your emotional is going to go up. Everything combined together, your financial uh, value is going to go through the roof because you act as if, right? Most people I work with are very timid. 
they're very kind of, oh, I don't, I'm nervous. You make me nervous. Why? Speak up. This is, the world doesn't give a fuck about your feelings. Right. You've got to step up and push what you want. And if you feel confident in everything else, you can do that. And your financials will show up. I freaking guarantee it. Once you get that mindset, you're there. You just have to execute. That's it. So in all reality, everything that you coach and do could be anything, right? Mm-hmm. So oh, that, that, okay, first off, that's amazing. I never heard of that, you know? Like I've heard of coaching, but it was always specific to something, you know? Right. Whether it's just financial, whether it's losing the weight, whether it's what, whatever, you know? It's mm-hmm. always an individual, I guess, thing that you were trying to accomplish. So for you, like why... I guess, why be that broad? Why offer so much of everything instead of just focusing on one particular thing? Oh, it's organic, right? It's just like everything else, right? There's not one solution. (laughs) It's all the solutions come together to get you where you truly want to be, right? I can have someone to come to me and say, I want to make, you know, I want to go from $30,000 a year to $100,000 a year. That's easy. That, That would take me two weeks. That's not hard to do, right? But are you going to be happy with that or you don't want more? More. Oh, yeah. Because believe me, when you hit that $300,000 mark, all you want is more. Sure. It's really easy to get sucked into that. And so it's looking at the balance of all the goals together to achieve everything for happiness. It's not money. Money doesn't make you happy, although, you know, it, it helps. does. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> it's, when you sit first class on your way to Europe and have that first glass of French wine, let me tell you, it's pretty fucking sweet. Right. <laughs> it's not too bad. Uh, but when, you, when you're going through life and you're looking at, okay, my relationship with my wife sucks. Um, my kids don't like me. I spend no time with them. Um, I am out of shape and don't feel good when I take my shirt off. And I'm broke. Well, fixing broke is not going to fix it at the three. Right. Right. You're still going to be out of work or out of shape not feeling good about yourself. Your kids still aren't going to like you. Maybe you can buy their love with a little bit of money, but that's not going to do it, right? Like you said, it's about creating the memories, not the things, right? And if your wife leaves you, believe me, you're going to lose half your shit real quick, as you know, (laughs) real quick, right? So it's, okay, fix the family life. My wife and I should have a great relationship. If we can't, we need to have that conversation. My kids and I, where where am I falling flat with my kids? That's the next generation. That's your number one. My number one job is making sure my kid's not an asshole. That is my number one job. And Jordan Peterson says it best. Do not let your kids do anything that makes you not like them. Because then no one else is going to like them either. Right? So get your kids right. Then get your health right. Then get your money right. If you do those four things, then life in general is outstanding. Versus poking something on one of them. And now one part of your life is great. Everything else sucks. But that one part is really cool. Mm-mm. That's not happiness. That's not balance. That's just saying, okay, I want to make more money. Okay. I can teach you how to make money in two weeks. That's easy. But how are you going to be happy in the long term? That's the goal. And focusing on those four areas makes you truly happy in life. And how long would you say those four steps, when you're going those four steps, like on average, how long does it take a person to achieve all four of those steps. So my course is 90 days. Okay. And how far do you, I guess, uh, how far do you get in those 90 days? Oh, you hit your goals. Really? Oh, there's no, we don't fail. 
Wow. There's no not achieving it. And that's part of the difference between the online course that I'm offering and one-on-one coaching is that one-on-one coaching, you and I talk every day and we figure out what you're doing that day. We back in all sorts of stuff to figure out, okay, you're behind on your goals. We don't miss goals. So hurry the fuck up. Yeah. Like stop beating around the bush. Let's get going. Right. We need to, we need to push. Right. Um, Versus the course, which is going to be kind of self-led. But in the course, you do get an hour with me every month. So I'm there to help push to say, okay, what's the hard part, right? And help them set the right goal. And then how do you achieve it, right? So people don't – I've had one person not hit his goals. One. Mm. And that's just because he was a piece of shit. (laughs) He really was. Like he was just a bad person. Wow. He didn't care. He didn't want to listen. He didn't want to do anything. He wanted to just – well, how come he just doesn't work? Well, because you actually have to do the work. You gotta, you gotta put in the effort, right? Your podcast didn't just show up, right, out of, and be a success like it is out of nowhere without any hard work. You had to work. Absolutely, right. Same thing. Okay, huh? That that's incredible. Um, now I was expecting a pretty high success rate, but I was not expecting a ninety day <laughs> high success rate. Oh yes, and and that's incredible. I, I mean, you already have me sold. Like I'm going to, now that I've, I've met you officially, like I'm, I'm going to be working with you. Like I'm done. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to say that. And, you know, I think, uh, I think everybody, no matter what position you're in should do something like this, you know? And I guess when you, you said you were broke, you had $4 in your wallet, you know, you were struggling to find something to eat. You were living in your car. How did that transition into you? than building this company to coach others to be successful. Like how did you first find that success? It was, it was, I don't want to live this way. That was my first piece. My first piece is my family. My father worked very hard for everything we had growing up and he's a very successful man as my mother. And I wanted, that's how I was raised. And so I went from that life (laughs) to not so much. Right. And I said, this sucks. This is not fun. I don't like not being able to have money to take my girlfriend out for dinner or not going and speaking to that woman at the grocery store because I can't afford a cup of coffee, right? I hated that. And I knew that I had more to it. There was more in me than what I was giving. I was being lazy. I was the guy who was the piece of shit that I told you about, who just wanted the world to give me what I want without any work at all. And that's garbage. So once I realized that, I said, okay, Let's go do what you do and figure out how you get there. And I went through a whole, gosh, it's about eight years of personal development work and counseling, lots of counseling, and all these different things to identify why I was that way. And once I realized my actual potential, that's when it took off. And I didn't recognize it until 2021, and I looked back on it and said, oh, here's how I did it. So 2020, when I'm helping people, and they're paying me a small fortune to do it. They're asking me, well, how'd you do it? I'm like, I have no fucking clue. Hmm. I just said, get up and get to work. And you're going to find something that works for you. Get a skill. Sales was my skill. Get a skill and then build it from there. If you have one skill, you can figure out how to make a lot of money. There's a friend of mine who owns a landscaping company. And this dude used to walk house to house in Phoenix cutting lawns. He'd push his lawnmower with his weed whacker on his back, and he'd go mow lawns and weed whack. He now owns the largest landscaping company in Phoenix, Arizona. 
He makes more money than you can possibly imagine having. He wants for nothing. He does. He barely works. He's, he's 39 years old, barely works, right? Landscaping, a job that is considered low income. No, it's not. Not if you know what you're doing. It's very, very lucrative, right? And so it's that idea of he just said, here's my skill. I'm going to build that skill. It's going to take me some time, but I'm going to get there, right? And so that concept goes out to everyone else where it's, what's your skill? What are you good at? I'm not good at anything. Bullshit. You're good at something. Everyone's got something. Yeah. Right. You just got to figure out what it is and then tweak that a little bit. You know, if you're making $30,000 a year doing something that you're good at, okay, well, then figure out how you're going to make more. And I know it sounds ridiculous to just say, well, just figure it out. But that's, it's not that fucking hard. It's really not. If you just focus on it and say, okay, what are other people doing? Can I get 10% of that market share? Great. Go do it. And if you fail, who cares? You learned. Now do it again and figure out something else. And then do it again. I've owned 12 companies. I've had four successful. Uh, since what year? Oh, gosh, I was, I was 18. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've, I've always been, I don't like authority. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, I just kind of like start my own and go, you don't get to tell me what to do. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it's been fun, um, but it's been a lot of failure. And that failure has taught me to, okay, where did I go wrong? Learn. Because I'm not college educated. I don't have my MBA. What am I learning? All right. That's all right. We can, you know, we lost X dollars, whatever. That's your college education. Figure it out. Right. And grow from there. So it's, it's about finding those skill sets and then growing from there instead of just saying, well, this is all that this business pays me is 30 grand. No. There's better things to do. And if you can figure out a way to make it passive, even better. And I hate that word, by the way. Passive income because every TikToker on the planet who's trying to sell you a course on how to be successful for five grand, they are pushing these passive, uh, was it like Amazon affiliates, affiliate marketing, shit that's been going on for literally 20 years. I mean, affiliate marketing has been around for a very long time. Yeah. I have some friends who've made a lot of money back in the day on it. And it's like, that's not going to work anymore because, yes, it's passive, but okay, you have a passive $6 a month. Congratulations. That's not going to do anything. Don't get a second job either. Figure out how you can set a company up where you work really hard for two years. And then you bring in people to run the company for you that you trust so that you can go do what you want to do. That's the goal. Then you can fly wherever the hell you want to fly to any Disneyland you want to in the world because every month you're making 20 grand not doing anything. So you have your nest egg with no debt plus $20,000 every month in revenue. You can do whatever you want to. What about those people that are really bad with money? Like how, how can you guide somebody like that? You know, like it's like, oh, I made an extra $200 today. I'm going to go and let's go out to eat. There's a hundred, you yeah. know, big family. There's a hundred bucks or let's go watch a movie, have dinner and then uh, grab a coffee or something. And there's your 200 bucks. I am so guilty at that. I'm like the <laughs> biggest offender I have been my entire life. I, I make this joke that if it wasn't for my ex-wife, I had a Ferrari. Because <laughs> that was that would be me, right? I have changed my mindset. But when I'm coaching someone, the idea is, okay, so you want to go have dinner at whatever restaurant, right? Let's call it Jim's Wings. Shout out to Jim's Wings, best wings for Collins. Yeah. Um, if you want to go do that, how is that affecting your goal, right? Is that giving you more towards your goal or taking away making it harder? Which one is it? 
Oh, it's definitely taken away. Right, exactly. So does that promote your long-term success that you told me you want? And you were spending a lot of money to be here to do this. Is it worth it to go spend 200 bucks at dinner? No. Most likely not. Sometimes yes. And then, okay, good. It's your money. I'm not your dad. Right. Do what you want to. But it's that understanding of, is this getting you towards your goal or not? And reinforcing that. You know, it's like, okay, you told me that it was important that you created memories with your kids and that part of that is going to Disneyland and seeing their faces for the first time while they're still young to enjoy that 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 feeling and watch them see Mickey for the first time and go crazy, yeah. right? That whole thing, would you rather spend $200 today at Jim's Wings or go a month earlier to Disneyland to have that experience? What would you prefer? Oh, go a month earlier. 100%. There you go. That's your answer. So go home, cook the chicken you don't want to cook, and be done. Right, it's just food. Doesn't have to be an experience every time. It can just be food. Yeah. Okay. So really, it's all about it's all about the mindset. You know, it's basically taking what you already have and using it towards something you want instead of having something in the now. Correct. Okay. Correct. It's that which is difficult nowadays to have that long term delayed gratification. I'm bad at it. Most people are, right? We want a glass of water. We go outside. We go to the thing. We get a glass of water, yeah. right? I want to have Taco Bell is my – I can't have it a lot now because of the kidneys, but every now and again, I love Taco Bell, and I'll order DoorDash. And I'll look at myself and go, you stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> a, sodium at the wazoo, phosphorus, you can't contain it. It's going to make you feel like garbage, but it's damn good, yeah. right? And I just spent $30 with delivery fees and all the nonsense to have Taco Bell delivered to my house. So we have that instant gratification. When you remove that, because the goal is so important, it's, it is that big in your life that if I don't hit this goal, I'm going to be really upset with myself. Right? That mentality, the why behind it, is what makes you do the right thing when you're in it. Your why is not, I want to travel. Your why is create memories with my children because I'm not going to be here forever. That's your why. And when you really think about, and what I'm doing now is this activity helping me get to my goal of achieving that reality with my children so that you know when I'm gone, they can look back and think of these amazing memories. Is this worth it? Mm. The answer is most likely not. And so when you create that why, which is part of the coaching, is diving in real deep. And I didn't want to do it in a podcast because – you get really personal with people sure. and you learn about histories and traumas and things like that, that can be difficult to speak about, but that's the piece that's going to drive you to success because your why is everything, right? Like I have my why for my daughter. My daughter is my world period. End of story. Nothing gets in the way of her. And so my goal is to retire in the next five years, hundred percent and travel the world with her. Not for me. I love working. I think it's fun. But for her to spend time with her dad as she gets older, to have that male figure, to experience the world, to have that. So when I die, she can look back on it and go, wow, what a great fucking time that was. Yeah. Remember that time in Italy, dad, when you try to speak Italian and it came out Spanish and they laughed at you? Uh-huh. <laughs> Happens every time I'm in Italy. Yep. <laughs> of course. Right. And that to me is more important than buying the Ferrari. Or living in a million dollar house. Would I like to? Of course I can. It'd be great. Like you saw my car. Mm -hmm. It's fun as shit. Not a Ferrari. 
but it is fun. Still, a lot of fun. Still nice. It is nice, but it's it's a middle ground. Sure. Right. So that I can say, okay, instead of spending three hundred fifty thousand dollars on a car, I spent this amount on a car, which gives me X dollars to go do what I want with my daughter. It gets me closer to that goal because that's my why. And that is how you motivate people. Yeah. So I guess uh, from, I guess my experience with coaching. Mm -hmm. So I used to bodybuild. Doesn't look like it now. No, it does. <laughs> You're huge. <laughs> but well, I, so I, when I did that, I had a coach and, and I automatically, uh, my mindset was, eh, do I want to go today? I don't know. <laughs> but when I had that coach, right, it was like, okay, if I don't go, I'm going to let this coach down. And the money that I spent to have him tell me what I need to be doing to be successful in bodybuilding to get my body fat percentage down to, you know, the 8%, the 10%, you know, it sucks. Mm -hmm. I mean, eating plain chicken and rice, rice. And, and a gallon of water every single day and having to piss every two minutes. Yep. It's not, it's not great. And then spending, you know, three hours in the gym. It's not, it's not the funnest time, but like you said earlier, didn't matter what the scale said, but if I took my shirt off in the mirror and I could tell a difference from mm -hmm. last Friday to now, it's like, okay, that's why I'm doing it. And so I kind of feel like what you're doing is kind of the same thing because you are basically that guide for that individual to, you know, basically have them come to you be like, please help me. Mm -hmm. And you're there to just motivate them. Even on those days, they want to go get Taco Bell, mm -hmm. but you're going to tell them in their ear, no, don't do that. Oh, no. So it's, you tell them, sure you can. Of course you can. You don't want to go to the gym today? Don't. Yeah. That is your choice. But remember, in doing so, you now set yourself back an entire 24 hours from your goal, whatever that is. So if you're bodybuilding, it's going to be a show, right? Going, I've got a couple of buddies out in California, one in Ohio, one in Denver who do body shows. They're incredibly fit. One in Oregon as well. Uh, a lot of them are, uh, what is it called? Uh, natural. Mm-hmm. And the others are not. Mm -hmm. And there's a very large difference between those two. Absolutely. Very large difference. But their, their feelings that they get from standing on stage and posing and having that physique gives them so much endorphins that they're like, well, this is my total goal. I have to do this. Mm -hmm. So when they say, I don't want to go to the gym, well, are you going to be ready for your show in six weeks? No. Mm -hmm. It's your choice. Sure. I'd imagine you want to have that feeling of taking home the W with your sweet ass body and then going to the, to the, the gym with a cut off t-shirt and all the girls looking at you. Right. You want to do that? You probably should go to the gym because it's not going to happen via osmosis. Yeah. So it's not a direct, like you can't do it, mm -mm. but in, in a way, you, you know, you're, you're silently telling them that, right. You're like, basically, uh, how do I want to put it? Like, um, it's retraining the brain. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like it reverse psychology, right? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. So. It's, it's the idea of if you take one of my courses or you work with me personally, if you do that, I don't want you to have to come back every six months. You should be good to go. Yeah. Hands off on my side. But it's that 90 days why it's so long is to retrain the brain on how do you think, right? So when I think of doing something, I'll think of, okay, it's going to cost me what? Time, money stress, is it worth it? Mm -hmm. If it's not reaching one of my goals, if it's not attributing to my goal setting that I have, 
I'm not doing it. Period. End of story. So for like the last year and a half, I haven't dated because I didn't want to. Sure. I wanted to focus on me. I was getting through my divorce, getting over that whole trauma. I told myself, you're not dating for a year and a half after this. And it actually ended up being two years because I just enjoyed being by myself so much. It was like, this is awesome. Right. I, get to, I can do whatever the hell I want to. This is great. Mm -hmm. But it was like, does it serve me to go on a date with this woman? No, it doesn't. Why am I doing it? Well, because I'm a guy and 80% of our thinking is with our dick. Right. Right. And so it's like, <laughs> does, that does that bring value to my life? No, it doesn't. Right. So don't do that. That's the idea. Retraining the brain on thinking, am I going towards my goal or away from it? What am I doing here? And being honest with yourself because we all fuck up. And all of us, even the guy who taught me, still makes mistakes. Right? We all do it. But how you handle that mistake is how you're going to live your life. It's how you show up in the world. And so you want to have that mentality of, okay, it's okay to be make a mistake. Give yourself a little grace. Right? We're not perfect. As much as we want to be, we're never going to be. So let it go. Mm -hmm. And then you have that mindset moving forward so you can accomplish any goal you want to. One of my clients, she lives in Wellington. And she sets goals all the time for herself. She'll call me and say, hey, do you have 10 minutes? Sure. And she'll say, here's the goal. What do you think? Eh, I'll help her with it. And then she'll have her goal and she'll go do her own thing. And she'll hit her goal and she'll text me. I hit it. Good job. Right? Didn't need my help. Needed me to just kind of flush some things out here and there, but her mindset is already created on how am I going to accomplish my goals, period. And that's where people fail. They don't have the mindset because they're not trained, right? If I asked you to go SEO a website, you'd probably have no clue what to do. You're not trained in SEO. You're not educated. That's You shouldn't know how. If you ask me to get back here and play with all your stuff for your podcast, I have no clue what I'm doing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'd break half your stuff. It'd be awful <laughs> because I'm not trained in it. Once you're trained in it, then you know what to do. And then you can go out and accomplish whatever you want to. Yeah, that's that's incredible. I mean, I think there are so many people that need to know uh, that this type of coaching is available. Hmm. You know, I think a lot of people struggle because of that mindset that they don't have, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, uh, I know a lot of people like, Oh, there's no way I could ever afford something like that. <laughs> or there, or there, there's no way that, you know, I have the time because I'm putting in 16 hour days every single day to just provide for my family or pay my rent or pay my mortgage or whatever the case, you know? Mm -hmm. And so to have to, for them to know that, Hey, maybe there's a possibility that I can make things happen you know, because you know it's a reality. Mm -hmm. You you absolutely know because you have the success and you've shown people the way of success. But the person coming in may not may not believe that it's a hundred percent doable, right? Sure. But they might have that you know they, that feeling like maybe there's a slight chance that we can make this work. Mm -hmm. And I think making you readily available for people and getting, I guess, just the word out there that you are the person they could go to and make their dreams or goals or accomplishments, whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. available and happen. It just, it just, that's, that to me, it just needs to be there. It needs to be out in the world. And I, I'm, I had no idea that a service like this was available 
for such a wide spectrum. Like I told you earlier, you know, like I know you can find things individually, but I didn't realize that there was just one person you could go to and it'll basically change your whole life and really make you see what you could do, mm-hmm. you know? And, it, and it's not all, like we said, it's not all about money. Oh. It's it's not all about, you know, having that financial freedom. It's, it's really all what you want to make your life, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I, I think that's absolutely incredible. And Plus, like my number's different than yours financially, right? So you've got a number in your head, right? I have one in my head. I guarantee you they're different, right? Why? Because for me, it's liberty, not a number. I don't care about how many commas and zeros are in my bank account. I care about what am I willing to able to do when I want to, right? So one of the lessons I was taught in personal development was to carry cash on you at all times because cash is liberty. I can go buy whatever I want to right now with what I have in my, my pocket, and I like that feeling. That's liberty. I can go and I can do a podcast and I can drive up here without having to ask for time off work. Mm-hmm. That's liberty, right? I can take my daughter to Disneyland on a Thursday and stay till Sunday. That's liberty and not have to have my cell phone at all, uh, at all the entire time. That's liberty, right? That's the difference. And so when you talk to people about money, so many people just say, well, if I had an extra five grand a month, it'd change my life. No, it wouldn't. Because then you're going to hit five grand. Two months later, you're going to say, oh, now I need 10. Because mm-hmm. you're going to buy a bunch of shit, mm-hmm. right? We all do it. The first time you get money, you go out and buy a bunch of, you've got, you've got adult money. And then my adult money now is I get to go buy oatmeal cream cookies at the store whenever the hell I want to. And I love it. Yeah. And I do it every time I go to the grocery store. <laughs> every time I buy oatmeal cream cookies, I buy ice cream, and I buy, um, uh, what are they called? Uh, Mike and Ike's Sours. Mm. I love them. But that's my, that's my thing, right? So when you get to that 5K, you're going to want 10. But understanding why do you want the 5K? What's the reasoning behind it? Will it be less stressful? Okay. Less stressful on whom? Well, myself and my family. Oh, okay. So it's not the money. It's the feeling of stressed out with money. Your wife's on you for whatever, right? We don't have enough money to do whatever, and we're behind on bills. It's the number one reason for divorce is finance. Number one. Because it's horrible to talk about. Yeah. It's awful, right? And so you go through that whole piece with them, and you find out that it's not about making an extra five grand. It's about having peace in their home, where their wife looks at them the way they want their wife to look at them in admiration, not in desperation. And when you get that, now you have a real goal. It's not the five grand. It's that your wife looks at you differently, and perhaps that will increase the libido of your wife and it'll make things a little bit better at home and you're going to get laid a little bit more and you can laugh a little bit more and now you can go do fun things to your wife and take her on dates you can do all these things has nothing to do with the five grand it's your feeling in that moment and that is how you create the goals that Mm -hmm. is how you be successful when you think of people who start their year off with you know i'm going to lose 10 pounds or i'm going to go to the gym every day for 90 days no that is a horrible goal because 90% of plus people miss one day, their goal shot. They get sick. They get COVID. Or their kids get sick. Can't take them to the, the gym. What are you going to do? You're going to miss that day. That's a horrible goal. Yeah. Horrible. Your goal is to be XYZ, right? I want to have X percent body fat. Great. That's a great goal. It doesn't have to do with a scale because I hate scales, as you know. 
but it's like, what, why do you want it? So I feel better about myself. Great. Self-esteem is very important. What are you going to do to get there? Right? Well, I'm going to go to the gym every day for, nope, don't use every day. I'm going to spend X amount of hours in the gym. Now, I had a guy. He wanted to be a bodybuilder. His goal was to do a competition. Uh, uh, what was it? It was the uh, natural competition. Mm-hmm. And so I had him on creatine and you know the basic stuff, right? Eating protein like it was his job. But he wanted to go to the gym every day. And I was like, no, no, no. We're going to do amount of hours. And minutes is what it was. And we were about, what was it? nine, 10 days from the end of our session together. And he was way behind. I mean, way behind. Dude ended up spending six hours a day in the gym, lifting weights, not screwing around, not eating a peanut butter chocolate protein shake. No, literally hitting the weights. And he had a stopwatch and he had to lift weights and turn it off when he stopped in between sets and do his walk around and then sit back down, do it again, hit the tread, do that over and over again. He had to do it that way to hit his goal. He did it, and he was not as impressed with his physique as he thought he was going to be, but the mentality of I can do anything was now his new mentality because he figured out a way to work, (laughs) make money, have a family, and be in the gym for six hours a day for three weeks, two weeks. Just under two weeks. Mm. It was incredible. And now his mentality is, no matter what you put in front of me, I got this. And that is the value of coaching. It's not hitting a 90-day goal. That's great. You know, I would love to be able to get you to go to, to France with your family. That'd be awesome to Disneyland. Be great. But that's not the point. The point is to get your mindset to where you go, I can do anything I want if I just focus. And here's the blueprint on how I do it. And I hand it to you. Yeah. And you can use whatever you want to. Well, and do you agree? So, like, this is something I learned with the whole uh, bodybuilding thing. It takes two weeks to build a habit. Mm-hmm. So, consistency consistency for two weeks will basically get your mind at a, at a point. It's like, oh, yeah, I need to do this today. Um, you know, you've kind of developed that that habit. Is it the same way with, with what you're saying as far as coaching? Like, when it has to do with a goal like that, uh, like like the guy that you, you were coaching for bodybuilding, mm-hmm. he had to go into the gym for six hours a day for two weeks. And then do you think that was that habit that he needed to develop to make his mind, I guess, really focus on, on everything that he wanted? I think it uh, maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think the big piece for him is, holy shit, I could do it. I can do it. I'm worth it. And that's a piece that a lot of, specifically men, we lack. I'm worth it, right? And that mentality can get in the way of goal setting and goal achieving. Because if you don't feel like you're worth the end result, you'll never get there, ever. You'll struggle every single time. I've had weight loss clients, male and female, who want to lose X amount of pounds because they want to look good in their bikini for the summer, okay? Awesome. Well, let's get the mindset that you're not going to look like the cover of Maxim Magazine, right? You're not a model. Stop. Right there. You're there to get healthier. Why? For the self-esteem. 
the process of going to the gym for six hours for him wasn't building the, the mechanism. It was building the mindset of I can accomplish anything. Sometimes I don't want to do it, but I have to because I told myself I would. Mm. And that self-love, when I tell myself I'm going to do something, I don't care what you say. It's happening, period. Now, I'm very careful of what I promised myself for that exact reason. If I don't have complete control over the outcome, okay, that's different. But he did. And so he had to go through that whole process. Now he goes to the gym all the time. Joe Rogan experience had a guy. This is a great story. And I wish I could take credit for this, but I can't. Is a guy would go to the gym. He'd drive, walk in, tag himself in, go get a Coke from the Coke machine, walk the fuck right out. Did it for a month. Every day. The whole point was training him to have that. I get up at 6 a.m. I go to the gym. That's it. Go to the gym. Show up. Tag in. And that's it. Well, then after that, he said, okay, I'm going to lift weights for 10 minutes. And he'd do that. And then it turned into 30. And then it was an hour. And then it was two hours. And then homie got jacked and was you know, doing his thing. Yeah. But it all started with that mentality of just show up. Right? Like, like I said earlier. Look at your feet, find your next step, take the step, right? That one piece is all he did for a month, and it got his mind correct. Mm. And if you get your mindset correct, everything else follows, but you have to have it because not completing a goal or a promise to yourself has to be the biggest letdown of anyone. Now, I don't know about your divorce, but in my divorce, I felt like I failed. Same here. Horribly. Yeah. Right? And it was really emotional. It was really hard for me because I don't like failure in that sense, right? Because it affects a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was, well, why did I fail? Did I fail? Maybe it just didn't work out. Maybe she's not the right person for me. But I promised myself I'd do this, and I didn't, mm -hmm. right? That was hard to take. So when you have those moments in life, it can be really difficult. So training yourself to say, okay, if I'm going to give my word, what does that mean? Right. Am I going to be able to live to that word? Because if I give my word to myself, I have to live to it. Right. And so you, you start thinking of if I promise you I'm going to be here at six, what time did I get here? 545. Yep. I was here early just in case I got lost or traffic because, you know, because I don't want Colorado traffic, all that kind of stuff. It, you know, I want to be on time because I gave you my word I would be here at six. That's the mentality that people get from actual coaching is that they promise themselves something and they live to it. That's the mentality that they can accomplish whatever they want to within reason. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're not going to be able to fly, or maybe you can fly for about three seconds and then you're going to land, right? That's <laughs> you're called falling at that point, yeah. right? But you get it, you got to create that mentality, and that's what coaching does. Yeah, that's that's it's fantastic. I, I, I want people to come to you and I want everybody to accomplish everything that they want in life. You know, like I said earlier, it's life is so short. It's incredibly short. We're not promised tomorrow, you know, and we really aren't. It doesn't matter if you're five years old or you're 90 years old, you know, it's make the most of what you can while you can, you know, how do people find you? How do they find your business? Where can they find you to come to you? TikTok. Just TikTok. At Fort Collins Dad. Uh, we got a website. FortCollinsDad.com is coming soon. Okay. Just waiting for that to launch. Mm. Got to do the editing. 
sure. all that kind of stuff. Chat GPT is amazing, but this still needs a little bit of help. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, so yeah, at Fort Collins, dad is where to find me. And like you're saying, like life is short and kidney failure has taught me that if I could die tomorrow, legitimately, I could have a heart attack tomorrow and be gone. And if what I'm leaving as my legacy, what I want, would my daughter be proud of who her father was? And that's how I choose to live my life. And part of that is helping others. It's not just about me and my daughter and money and success and all that kind of stuff. It's great, but it's about leaving a legacy that you can be proud of and that your kids can look at and say, man, my dad was the shit. Do you see what he did? He helped thousands of people set goals and achieve goals or he brought positivity in a negative situation, or he did X, Y, and Z. He was an advocate for addiction, whatever. Those things to me are very important because that's what the world is. That legacy that we leave behind, that's all we've got. Yeah. My money's not coming with me. It goes to my daughter and she can do whatever the hell she's gonna do with it for the most part. Yeah. But when I'm gone, that's it. And I want her to be able to look at it and say, yeah, that was my dad, period. Well, this is, this has been incredible. And I want everybody listening, you know, I have 300,000 subscribers on here. I wow. really want people to go check out Four Collins Dad on TikTok and, you know, get to a point where, you know, you're achieving something you never thought you would. Mm -hmm. And one last thing that I really want to talk about with you is I want to hopefully help you with maybe my listeners or in any way I can help get you a kidney. And I, I guess, you know, what can we do to make this process happen? Like what, 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 what are you like, I guess, where are you at right now? How does it all work? I'm not really familiar with it. So sure. that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, well, it will even, ex yeah. an experience with anybody with it. So like, I don't know the process or, or can anybody donate or how does, how does it work? Sure. So kidney donation now um, for live donors um, is to go to uchealth.com here in Colorado. You can be across the country. They can figure out testing where you are. First is blood type. We got to make sure that matches. Then uh, our tissue samples have to play well. That's a big piece of it, right? Because your organs going into me and my antibodies will attack it. And if my blood and my tissue doesn't match with yours, it's not going to work out well. But that's really it. Like technology today is, it's incredible. Yeah. Like it really is just a three day recoup. I'm in the hospital for three days. I'm up the same day as transplant. It's incredible. So people can go to UC health, uh, go to the kidney transplant donor uh, link and they just fill out the information. My date of birth is 12, 26, 81 day after Christmas, a long time ago. You need to remember it. Uh, but they have to put that in there and then they'll call you and they'll ask you questions. And as long as your mental health, physical health and so forth are good to go, then if everything matches up, then we're rocking and rolling. And they will either fly me to you or fly your kidney to me, one mm. of the two. And my insurance covers all of it. There's no out-of-pocket for anyone who's willing to be a donor. And if you are a live kidney donor or any organ, which I recommend everyone is, if you do it, you are the first person on the list, the top of the list, if you need a kidney. So let's just say you gave me a kidney. And 10 years from now, something happens and you need a transplant to live. Instead of having to wait five years like I do to get a, a deceased kidney, you're number one on the list. So the first one that comes through blood type and, and tissue match, you're in. Done. There's no waiting. 
which I think is incredible. Yeah. People who are willing to to donate and save a life like that should be put in a different position. And that's what I was going to ask. If uh, if someone out there is willing to donate, I guess, it, what are the health risks for them? Zero. Okay. I mean, well, I can't say zero. It's like 97.8% of people who donate a kidney have no health issues afterwards. Nothing. Hmm. It's very the technology now is pretty incredible. Yeah, where they they go in, they take one. There's no added medication you have to take. Your recoup is about seven days, right? Because they have to take it out, which is more difficult than putting it in me. Um, so they take it out. So your trauma to your body is a little bit there. Uh, you're going to lose a lot of weight. So if you're looking to get weight loss, you know, sure, <laughs> horrible plug, horrible <laughs> plug. But you're going to lose about 15 pounds. Because your body's going to spend so much energy healing itself, you're going to lose it. Um, but beyond that, that's it. And you get my undying affection for the rest of your life. Okay. Well, I really hope we can make this happen for you. I love that. Truly. Uh, you said there's a five-year waiting period for you. Mm -hmm. Where are you at on that five years? Four. You still got four left. Yeah. So they basically say, because I'm younger. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Qu air quote the hell out of that. Younger. Sure. But because I'm younger... I have to have a younger person donate, mm. right? It makes more sense. Obviously, we don't want a 90-year-old giving me a kidney. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, we'll have to do it again in five years. Uh, so that list is longer because you have to wait for someone who's healthy in their 30s and 40s to die. Well, that doesn't happen very often, thank God, Yeah. right? So it's just a longer list for me. And that's, that's why we're promoting so much of the live donors, you know, save a life, Give a life. So there's there's things now, this is really cool. I learned about this when I went to UC Health, is they can say, okay, let's say you want to donate to me, um, but we don't match. But you match with John Doe. And John Doe's donor matches with me. They'll switch them. And they'll take your kidney and put it in John Doe, and they'll take John Doe's donor and give it to me. Oh, wow. It's incredible. Wow. So the, like, the idea behind kidneys is that it's like, you only need one, and that's it. And it's pretty, I don't want to say simple, because the science behind it is pretty incredible, but it's pretty simple to make that thing happen. And so there's all sorts of exchanges that you can do. They did a six-way exchange in Arizona where it was, you want to donate, they want to donate, blah, 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 and they had to figure out all the pieces, but they got it figured out. And all six people got a kidney within a short period of time because of that exchange. Wow. It's incredible. It's really, really cool. That is well, I, man, I hope we can make this happen for you. And I'm going to do my best to see what I can do to, you know, to reach out and see if we can't make something happen, you know, with somebody or, you know, if 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 I'm a match, maybe I can help you out. We'll, we'll figure it out, man. Dude, you, you, I mean, <laughs> honestly. You have no idea what that means to me. Yeah. I truly appreciate that. Absolutely. I really do. Absolutely. This has been fantastic, man. And such a standout guy. I mean, I... If I'm willing to offer something like that, you know what I mean? Like I obviously like think you uh, have have an impact on the world and an impact on on other people and you're just incredible, man. And as a first guest here in my studio, it's been such a delight and such a Thank treat you. to have you. Honestly. Likewise. I've I've had a great time. This has awesome. been amazing. I'll come back whenever you want. Anything I can do to help you. I like I said earlier, off camera yeah i'd happily help you so awesome. you just let me know what you need well thank you and uh we will have you back on you know hopefully uh post-surgery 
You know what I, I mean? I'm going to look a lot different. Yeah. I'm not going to be nearly as pudgy. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to, we're going to do something, man. We'll make it happen, but let's, uh, yeah, me and you were going to chat business as well, mm-hmm. um, off the air. And, uh, like I said, uh, you're welcome back anytime and, and let's update people in the next six months and, and see, yeah. see where we're at. Let's do it. I mean, all right, man. Thank awesome, you. Brother. Thank you so much. All right, talking, a dick talking, dick talking with Kevin Hughes. How phenomenal was Marcus, guys? I told you. How fun was that? Such a great and and like, I bet you guys can actually confirm this. I mean, I feel like I have a really good interaction with everybody I do a, a show with or an interview with remotely. But there was something different, right? Because we were in person, it just had a different feeling. And it was really fun. And I know you guys enjoyed it. And next week, I'm going to have another phenomenal guest for you right here on TikToking. So if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Bye bye now. <laughs>